Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Nate Sports Podcast. This is episode seven, and on today's episode, I'm going to talk about who's more valuable on the Knicks, Obi Toppin or Julius Randle, and then talk about uh, QBs in the NFL. But let's start with the Knicks question. The Knicks have two main power forwards, uh, Toppin and Julius Randle. Uh, Toppin averaged uh, nine points a game last season in his second season, along with four rebounds, and he won a dunk contest. Toppin is only 24, and he's also a 6'9", 220-pound power forward. Toppin brings a lot of also great publicity for the Knicks because of his explosive dunks and his off-field actions, like attending Mets games, and his jersey is always sold out due to his high draft overall, which was the eighth overall pick. Julius Randle is a uh, 27-year-old, 6'8", 250-pound power forward. Randle averaged uh, 20 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 assists last season. But the year before that, with the Knicks, he was a uh, all-NBA player, an all-star player, who averaged 24 points a game, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. Randle is an 8-year veteran who also plays, like, you know, physical defense. Randle is not a fan favorite. You know, he curses, makes some bad social media decisions. It's not exactly nice to the fans. And so that's never good for publicity. Now, while both of these players are good, I'm going to have to put Randall over Toppin. Even though Toppin has better publicity and is more of a probably fan favorite by the Knicks, Randall's stats are just too good to put under Toppin. And though Toppin is younger, Randall is still a superior player. But let's get into our main topic, young QBs in the NFL and how they will do. So I'm going to tell you who I'm including in this young QBs. It's mainly just uh, first and second year QBs. But we're going to do uh, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett, Zach Wilson, and Malik Willis. So let's just get right into it, starting with Justin Fields. So Fields played uh, 12 games last season. Uh, he threw for 1,870 yards with 7 touchdowns and 10 picks, along with uh, 72 rushing attempts for 420 yards and 4 touchdowns. Now, though Fields does not have elite wide receivers, his best two receivers are Darnell Mooney and Byron Pringle. I think Mooney and Pringle both have good young potential, so I think Fields, though he doesn't have stars, he has some young guys, speedy young guys, who can go deep. Now, I think Fields, assuming he stays healthy, is going to throw for 3,300 yards, 14 touchdowns, and 69 NTs. And I think Fields is also going to rush for 900 yards, and eight rushing touchdowns. Now, the reason I think Fields will run a lot is because of his lack at wide receivers, so I think he'll take a lot of it into his own hands. And let's move on to the next quarterback. So let's go to Trey Lance. Lance steered through for 605 yards, five touchdowns, and two INTs, and he rushed for 168 yards. Barely played more than three full games, usually just came in whenever Jimmy G wasn't playing. But now Lance is a full-on starter. This has all the weapons he needs to be a, a star quarterback with uh, Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk to throw to. And he has star head and George Kittle. Now, I think Lance, assuming if he stays healthy, just I'm, I'm assuming all these QBs stay healthy when I'm making these predictions because obviously some of these guys will get injured. Like Zach Wilson, he won't be injured week one, but we're just not taking that into account. But back to Lance, I think he'll throw for 3,600 yards, 26 touchdowns, and 11 INTs, and I think he's going to run a lot. He's going to run for 700 yards and 14 rushing touchdowns, because I think Lance is going to be a goal line menace. He's in the perfect position to succeed. Kyle Shanahan obviously has a lot of great words for him, so he must be doing great in training camp, and I think Lance is going to be a huge breakout QB this year. I also drafted him in fantasy, so he better be a good breakout QB this year. But let's go to Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence, as you, all of you probably know, was the number one overall pick last year. 
Last year, he was shaky. Threw for 3,600 yards, though, 12 touchdowns, and 79 tees, which is not good. Jaguars, though, did add a wide receiver up with Christian Kirk. They paid Kirk a huge amount of money. He's now the highest-paid wide receiver in the NFL. And, you know, now Lawrence has more weapons to throw to because, you know, Lawrence was bad, to say the least, last season. And he's going to be... I think a bit better this season. I think Lawrence is going to throw for 3,600 yards, 14 touchdowns, and 59 Ts. I think Lawrence won't progress much, though. I think Lawrence will be a career okay quarterback. Someone maybe like Stafford, but less good. I just don't see him really being a star in his career. I don't see much help on this Jaguars offense either, even though they do have Travis Etienne, second-year running back, and Ifems uh, Robinson. I don't think their run game is going to be good, and I don't think their pass game is going to be good. So... Lawrence, in my prediction, will be an okay player, under-average quarterback. Let's move on to Desmond Ritter. Ritter probably won't start any games this season. Ritter's a third-round pick out of Cincinnati on the Falcons. Uh, Ritter is going to be a backup to Marcus Mariota. But remember, Mariota is an older, skinny, mobile QB who could get injured very easily. Now, if Ritter does play, I don't think he would succeed in his first season, even though the Falcons have star Ted and Kyle Picks and rookie wide receiver Drake London. I think if Ritter gets any playtime, don't expect him to break out. Let's say Ritter plays one game this season. Expect him to throw like 170 yards and two touch and sorry, two interceptions if he gets the start. Let's move on to Kenny uh, Pickett, a rookie for the Steelers. Pickett's gonna have to battle Trubisky for the starting QB job, and I think he will win it out. But if he doesn't, he'll just be a backup for the season. But let's say he does win it out. Uh, now, if Pickett does start. I th- he's going to have some options to throw to. He's going to have uh, tight end Pat Fryermouth. He's going to have wide receiver Deontay Johnson and star running back Najee Harris, who also can catch the ball. If Pickett will start, I think he's going to throw for 2,800 yards, 13 touchdowns, and 11 INTs. I think the Steelers won't pass that much, even if they have Trubisky starting. Harris is probably going to run the ball like upwards of 300 times because of the Steelers' traditional game plan, and they're just going to pass Harris down the middle. Harris is going to carry the Steelers' offense, and Pickett or Trubisky, whoever's throwing the ball, won't get a lot of attempts. Uh, now let's go to Zach Wilson. Uh, I'm a huge Jets fan. I won't be, but I'm not, I'm not going to try, at least, not, not to be biased here. Last season, Wilson threw for uh, 2,300 yards, 9 touchdowns, and 11 INTs. And Wilson also ran for 4 touchdowns. Uh, now, the Jets have improved their options for Wilson. They drafted a running back for the run game, and they signed two tight ends, Conklin and Uzuma, and drafted Garrett Wilson, the rookie wide receiver. And they're still going to develop Elijah Moore, and they have a solid wide receiver in Corey Davis. So Wilson does have a lot of options to throw to. And there's no excuses for Wilson this year. But... I think Wilson, all in all, is going to throw for, I'm going to give it 3,000 yards, I think. I think Wilson still needs time to progress farther and get better. So we'll really see how he does. Uh, I think he's also going to throw for 16 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. I also think this is going to surprise people. Wilson's going to run a lot this season. I went to one game last season. Just I wanted to go to more. Usually, I don't get to go to a lot of football games. But Wilson had a huge run against the Jaguars, and I think Wilson can be a very mobile quarterback. I think he's going to run for 350 yards and six touchdowns. Not a lot of yards, but I think Wilson is going to get into the end zone a lot. And for our final QB, Malik Willis. Malik Willis is a very mobile quarterback and will be the backup behind Tannehill. I kind of just added him just to give a little prediction of his career because I think Tannehill will start for the next year. I think, though, in maybe two years, Wilson could get the starting job for the Titans, and I think he will be pretty good. I mean, he's got speed, he's got the arm, and Willis will be a very interesting player. But that's all for today's episode. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Oh, 
And next episode is going to be on the NBA. We're going to do some predictions on the NBA records and just some trade updates for everybody and the winners and losers of the offseason. But I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, please check out the Twitter at NRWineTraub. And uh, thank you all for watching.